works tonight. Well, we don't have to worry about that. My internet <laughs> shut off yesterday. <laughs> I was upset. See? In a most crucial time, too. See? Yeah. I'm just saying. Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. All right. Hello, America. And thanks for coming. My name is Stony. Hey, it's Jamal. Welcome to Thanks for Coming, the Magically Gay Podcast. We're back. We do not have Seth this time because Seth left us to go on vacation because he's a big loser. So, <laughs> Well, I'm sure you've noticed it's a little warmer in the room, so you know Seth's not here. <laughs> so instead, we brought in our... Uh, heterosexual correspondent <laughs> Nick, who has been on the podcast before. Welcome, Nick. Thank you. I've got some really big shady shoes to fill, but I'll try my best. <laughs> He's here. He is here. So, uh, with Seth being out this week, um, we're going to kind of do our normal recap and then we'll get Seth's thoughts after he. Um, comes back and everything so for now you're stuck with us <laughs> so nah it'll be fine i'm sure seth will be looking forward to it having a week off from editing and who knows if i do a good enough job maybe i'll just replace him <laughs> maybe i mean i mean somebody did lose the most popular vote just saying oh no oh. shots fired <laughs> i don't care as long as i don't have to host every week and you can edit the, the podcast <laughs> basically i don't do anything so this is like a <laughs> for me right now <laughs> Um, <laughs> That's so real. <laughs> you don't log into Twitter because it's too much to put in a password. Now you're now you're hosting. That is so real. Here she is. Stony showed up to work. I got a promotion that I didn't ask for. So. <laughs> Must be nice, bitch. <laughs> well, anyway, I guess let's um, before we get into it. So we're obviously going to recap the first episode. It was an exciting episode, um, but before we get into that, how was everyone's week? How about you, Jamal? How was your week? Oh, my week was great. It was my first full week on the new job. Everyone's great. It's like a completely different environment, which is always an adjustment. But everyone's been super welcoming, and I'm feeling just really good about it. So I had a good week. Yeah, I could tell you're much happier. So that was good. <laughs> Coming home to like a happier husband is always good. So <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> what about you, Nick? How was your week? Um, my week was actually kind of taxing. I had to mentor a new guy. I'm a mentor in my company, which means any new guy that comes in, I get to train for about two weeks. Uh, it was frustrating to say the least, <laughs> but other than that, it was pretty chill. I didn't really do a whole lot for the week. Well, good. Just basically parenting. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so it actually kind of worked out with Seth being gone this week, um, because Nick was, um, coming up anyway. So we did, um, we went to go see the Christmas lights here in Indy, um, and Reynold is going crazy, by the way, that's what that sound is. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, they, uh, Nick and his wife and his two kids came up to go see the lights here in Indy, so we decided we would just record the podcast with him, so we've been kind of just chilling today, and, 
um, hanging out. So it all worked out. I feel like I feel like I got to throw this in there though. So last week I was listening to the podcast in my van, and um, I'm filling out paperwork, and I'm just kind of sitting there and listening. And they say Seth's going to be out of town. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, it's just going to be Stoney and Jamal. All of a sudden, I hear, yeah, we'll have our heterosexual consultant Nick come on. And I'm like, wait, what? Excuse me. <laughs> was not prepared. And then I texted Stoney. He was like, oh yeah, I forgot to ask you. Where we need you to be on the podcast. Yeah, that's like <laughs> obviously I'm like never prepared for this podcast. So I was just like, oh, this is what's happening without like <laughs> just autopilot. I'm like, have you texted him yet? Like. Now the shit is aired, and he's like, oh, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess I better get my notes together. Yeah, so, I don't know. I'm ready for Seth to come back already, so. Oh, I'm not that bad. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I guess um, my week was pretty good. I, um, I'm actually kind of in between jobs as well, so my last day at my current job is on the 21st. <laughs> Making moves over here. Yes, queen. <clears throat> Mixing it up. Making moves. So I um, I actually have off like a week and a couple days it's in between jobs. Time. Yeah, so I'm going to like, I don't know, make like Christmas magic in our house. Like during that time. <laughs> oh, you won't. You'll play Fortnite. <laughs> what? Every day. Thank you. I'm like, what Christmas magic? Um, It's like Christmas season on Fortnite. So. <laughs> mess <laughs> um, but yeah so that was kind of our week so I guess we can kind of get into the episode and kind of like talk about All Stars 4 episode 1 yeah so a quick disclaimer we are not giving you blow by blow you know she walked into the room and then her hair swooped over her shoulder and then she looked over to the other we're not doing that like full rundown we're going to have a more generalized discussion you know highlights you know any standout moments um definitely going to go over the entry looks of course but it's not going to be as broken down so just a heads up on the format yeah definitely you know um feel free to like give us some feedback or if you have questions you want us to talk about on the show definitely send in your questions and we can start covering those each week so yes tfcpod at gmail.com send us your notes all right so let's get into it all right so all stars for episode one so excited who's pumped I am. Yes. Ugh, it's been forever. Like, I was kind of needing a break after, <laughs> like, all the, like, All-Stars and, like, Season 10. But then, like, I don't know. I was, like, once it came back, I was just like, I'm ready for this again. It's it's like a drug. You, you take it for so long, you're like, I'm done. Like, it's wrecking my family. Too much drag race. I'm not spending enough time with the family. <laughs> I need to quit. So you quit. And then as soon as you quit, you're like, oh, my God, I absolutely need more. This is taking way too long. Quotable. I mean, that first couple seasons for us, especially doing the podcast, was, like, super taxing because it was back to back to back. And then, like, we've been doing this once a week since the start of All Stars 3. So... You know, the early drop for this season kind of shook me a little bit, but now I'm ready to go. Yeah, definitely. I guess let's kind of, like, get into it. Like, this is, 
Like, obviously, first episode, this is always my favorite part of any Drag Race season, is the um, the intro looks, um, because it's always just, like, they always, like, you know, pull off all the stops for it, and they always have, like, fun, like, taglines and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I guess, um, do you guys want to just go through the queens and talk about each of their uh, intro looks? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so let's start <clears throat> with... Um, I'm not doing this in order of how they came in. I just have a list of the queens. So I guess let's start with Pheromone. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys think of Pheromone? Oh, she's cute. You know, bubblegum and cinnamon spice, um, Marilyn Monroe. Um, I don't know. It's fair. It was cute. It looked good. It's polished, you know, giving a showgirl vibes. She's back, ladies and gentlemen. Farrah was really pretty. I mean, there's there's no way around it. Um, this is my first time seeing Farrah um, since I'm relatively new to the Drag Race universe. So, but I already don't like the personality. The look is spot on. <laughs> I do not like the personality, but the look is great. Foreshadowing. Um, yeah. So I thought, like, I love Farrah. Like on her first season, I thought she was a very like quirky character. I liked her intro look. It was... The dog is on ten. I mean, she, the thing is, like, everyone's, like, compared her to Christina Aguilera because... I can, that's what I thought. Yeah, so, I don't know. I think that's what she's known for, and she's obviously beautiful. Um, I did kind of, like... I was always a fan of Pheromone and her whining, but I feel like she's doing it too much now, and I'm just like, please stop. <laughs> she's starting to get into that, like, overproduced realm. Yeah, I'm like, okay, girl, like, I get it, like, but I don't need it to be, like, overly, like, dramatic all the time. Yeah. If she's if she's compared to Christina Aguilera, could you by chance see, like, a Derek versus Farah? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Farah drag queen for a battle? That let's would just, actually be fun. Let's just go ahead and manifest that. We yeah. need to. We can get some nice drag kings to come in. I'm sure we can get NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys there to show too. <laughs> Yeah, definitely, I think, uh, fair, though. It's fun to see her. So I guess um, moving on to the next queen, we have Gia Gunn. Oh, Miss Gia, the fishy fish has arrived. Um, I was not crazy about this look, y'all. I just wasn't feeling it. It looked like an oversized, like, maybe Asian-type sweater. Uh I did really, really like the jean boots, though. Yeah, you know, the denim moment was cute. I think, yeah, maybe the jacket just needed to go for me. Because I like the crown of thorns, too. Yes. Yeah, I think that was what stood out to me was the crown of thorns. But I I don't know. Just in general, like, I think I really... Like, I forgot how much... Like, I forgot how much I really enjoyed Gia as a, as a character. Just... Even, like, the intro and just, like, during the episode, how, like, bitchy she is. <laughs> like, you know, she was doing the most, though. We'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll get to it. I just, I I really, I don't know. I appreciate her snark with everything, so we can kind of talk about that as we go through it. But <laughs> definitely, I thought her look was just okay, but I, I appreciated the crown of uh, thorns. Okay. Um... So, the next queen on our list is Jasmine Masters. Jasmine. <laughs> Jasmine giving us a pantsuit moment. She just looks like your favorite auntie, right? She looked like a straight-up businesswoman to me <laughs> with, this, with this look. I don't know. I was living for the Jasmine intro, like, because it was just, like, floral, like, 
businesswoman. I was just like floral ferocity. Yeah, I was just like okay, like I I I understand this. Like she looked like she was just I don't know making deals and like running the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, somehow she made a deal to get onto All Stars. So <laughs> I mean. My Definitely goodness. the theme of the episode for her was pantsuits, so I don't really know. She just like <laughs> she was like, I have nothing else, so I might as well just do it. So so obviously, like I said, I'm new to the drag race. Is that kind of Jasmine's trademark is the pantsuit type deal? Because that seems like all she wore that and I like don't know what's suit. going on with the pantsuits because we've seen her in her initial season she came in in like a skirt and like a crop top top and like heels. Oh jewelry. So like very different. But um no, the pantsy is new. Maybe she's just in her Hillary or something. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I don't know when this was filmed. Maybe she was watching <laughs> like, documentaries or something. I don't it know. was August. I looked it up. <laughs> it was August. Um. So the next queen that we have is Monet Exchange. Uh, <laughs> Monet, why do you do this to us? Like her hair was on point, right? That hair was everything. But then you look at the full ensemble and it's like, okay, your intro look to your season was much better than this. What is up, girl? So this is the one queen that I actually am familiar with, and I will just say... <laughs> Which is really sad. I really like Monet and Bob's podcast. Like, I really like it. Sibling rivalry. Well... But this is not giving me fab. It was boring. It was the same old... Yeah. Safe. That's exactly right. It was like, meh. Well, and see, that was my concern with Monet coming in because season 10, I never felt like she had any great looks, in my opinion. Like, I always thought Monet was more of a personality queen, and I thought her looks were actually terrible in season 10. <laughs> but it's just sad that, like, she didn't even, I don't know, like, I just couldn't imagine, like, you're on All Stars 4, and you're like, okay, what can I do to, like, wow everyone? And this is what she came up with. What can I do to stand out? I know it's like, I just got off of my season, but what can I do to make a quick change? What did I learn? You know, what can I take to All Stars? We need to see this, Monet. I don't know, like, yeah, I just feel like we should have seen something at least conceptual. Like, it it was literally just a black, like... It almost looked like she was wearing, like, a bodysuit, mm-hmm. and, like, it was shaded on. Like, it was, like, a printed tuxedo. Like, you have those, like, shirts where you look like you're a bodybuilder, or, like, yeah. a beach babe. It kind of looked like that, but, like, I'm a cute tuxedo drag queen. I think it hard. might have been hard. one of the worst, like, intro looks of all time. Like, oh, damn. Like, seriously, even, like, Alaska's Trash Bag Season 5. Well, that was fierce. Well, I know, but, like, you know, people, like, gave her shit because it was, like, you're wearing a trash bag. Do you think maybe it's too quick of a turnaround for Monet? Like, she needed time to grow before coming from season 10 to do All-Stars? You know, maybe. I don't know anybody's situation, but if Monique Hart can come back and turn it around, you know, sure, you can turn it out a little bit. Andy already live in New York. I know that shit's expensive, so I don't know. Budgeting, some quick budgeting. Maybe she needs a stony in her life. Oh, I don't know, but we'll definitely get into more with her. But speaking of Monique Hart, that's our next queen. So what did you guys think of her? I'm living for Monique. Oh, my girl, you know, she just falls face first into the highlighter, but I was living for this look. (laughs) I thought it was really good, too. Like, I really 
I don't know. I really liked it. Like, it was something different, I think, than what she had done in her previous mm-hmm. season. Like, it wasn't, I guess, not really different, but, like, it was more of, like, an amped up version of what yeah, she had done it was, before. It was more pow, right? Like full in dis- your face. Full disclosure, though, like, Monique can do no wrong with me. Like, she can go do <laughs> the, most, the most terrible thing to mankind, and I'll be like, I understand why she did it. She's stunning. <laughs> Brown cow stunning. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm excited to get into her oh, and talk about yes. the episode. Um, <laughs> so the next queen to talk about is Naomi Smalls. Oh my gosh, my fave did not disappoint. She was so cute with her little legs out. You know, it's the Naomi signature. You know, her toes weren't hanging over too much. You know, the cliffhanger situation was... <laughs> Snatched right. Is that a thing in the drag community? Because they touch on that a little bit in the reading. Yeah, so if you ever see a girl, any girl with like her toes hanging off the tip of her shoes, those are called cliffhangers. Okay. I'm learning. So I'm learning. Naomi's kind of like notorious for that. Okay. She's she's gotten better. <laughs> Which makes the read even more funnier to me now. <laughs> but no, I love this look. It's just like classic Naomi to me, and you can tell that she's been like, you know, upgraded, but she wasn't doing too much. She definitely had the lip injections. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cheeks. <laughs> yeah. But Naomi's always good, like I don't know. She just has a beautiful body. Like She's I, a model. It's unreal to me. Like she's like a fucking spaghetti noodle. She really is. <laughs> um, speaking of unreal things, uh, Trinity the Tuck Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> she did come in in a body bag. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> I like Miss Trinity's evolution. I'm just excited every time I see her, and that's exciting, especially watching Drag Race. I'm excited to see Trinity because this is my first time seeing her, and I was so drawn to um, Bendela due to the comedy, and I. I think I'm just drawn to the comedy queens, and Trinity's an early standout favorite for me. Okay. Yeah, I really, I enjoyed Trinity's look. I was a big Trinity fan on her season. Um, that was one of the reasons I liked season nine, is because the top people on that season were all really good, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I thought her look was really good. I think she's like expand, expanded on what she was doing on the first time she was on the show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm really excited to see more of her with uh trinity's out of drag look you cannot convince me that that's not beck (laughs) (laughs) well you know (laughs) um so moving on to the next queen my favorite of all time valentina queen valentina serving us fashion feather poofed quaffed diva oh my gosh i love this um, black trash bag is what it looked like to me. Oh, I mean, you know, I, I don't know fashion, but that's kind of what it looked like. I didn't like the outfit, but I loved the makeup. The silhouette was just dramatic. She's okay, so picture like one of the characters from the Powerpuff Girls and like how their legs are like really tiny, and then they've got like their you know, their skirts or whatever they're wearing. So just picture Valentina, she's got these two huge feathers coming out of her bun. And she's got this little corset at top, and then a very severe, like, cropped bubble skirt that did look like a trash bag, but it was just super fashion. It's a great fashion moment for drivers. I don't know fashion. Well, I enjoyed Valentina's look. I pretty much am a biased Valentina fan, so I <laughs> like everything she does, so... 
Um, yeah, I thought she was good. <laughs> the makeup was flawless. So yeah, that was all of the queens, I guess, walking in initially. Um, so I guess this is probably a good time to take a break. And then when we come back, we can talk about the two other queens that made an entrance in the rest of the episode. So we will be right back. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember, everyone, you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. We just had to, you know, refill our drinks. Um, I didn't fall in any, like, (laughs) chocolate, like... I don't know, tubs or like hot <laughs> cheese, like reservoirs. Why are you just telling the girls all of the secrets? I don't know, girl. <laughs> Usually Seth like comes up with something clever, so I'm just like hot cheese or like chocolate. I don't like, know. Like we told them nothing of our snackage this afternoon. It was low carb and delightful. It's all you need to know. Ah! <laughs> well, okay, so Santa came early and I had some carbs. Like, what else do you want? A whole bag of tortilla chips. (laughs) That did not take much for you to break at all. Listeners, this does not say anything about the strength of our show. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I'll definitely be working out tomorrow. Um, (laughs) So I guess let's get back into the episode, though. So um, after we saw, like, the queens come in, like, I guess what was it, the eight queens that walked in initially. Um, We uh, catch up with Rue, and Rue basically introduces Latrice and Manila. Latrilla. Yes, from All Stars 1. So what did you guys think of that twist and all all that tea? There had been, you know, a lot of hinting at the um, idea of there being another team all-stars on RuPaul's Drag Race. And my goodness, I was really hoping that was not the case. So when I saw these two enter handcuffed to each other, of course my stomach dropped. I didn't really know what to do with that. I don't think... I'm glad, you know, when they introduced the teams, I wasn't fully on board. I was like, oh, this is going to stink. I just don't think a team format fits this show very well because to me it kind of stifles the creativity and kind of in a way cuts it in half instead of letting the girls yes. go and do their own single thing they don't fully flourish right? yeah i mean all stars one was a complete shit show because of that <laughs> so i'm like super happy like it had they done like the partner twist again i would have been like out girl like, I'd be like <laughs> podcast canceled like i'm not doing this i'm out oh, for sure <laughs> and that would have fucked up our draft too are you kidding me yeah so There's no way i could support that but i'm really <laughs> glad that um latrice and manila get another shot at all-stars because honestly like going into all-stars one those two were like two of my faves and I felt like they got such a raw deal so like Mm -hmm. to me this is gonna be awesome seeing them um 
be able to like perform on their own like I'm super pumped about this yeah we'll get more into the episode but my goodness just to see them compete as individuals again with some of these newer less seasoned queens will be very interesting I'm excited to see them school the youngins you know a little bit because you know they are and it's almost like they're I don't know like just seeing them on the show with the other queens they're very much like larger than life I just like when you see them compared to the others I just feel like they look like they're just like above everyone you know what I mean like maybe it's just because they're older or something but it's just and maybe I'm more familiar with them but it's just I don't know it's weird seeing them on the show because they're just like so seasoned they're just more developed i think because drag queens so like what they bring to the table is just apex it's just amazing every time so it's a lot to compete with i'm sure yeah and i've just i've got no frame of references like i said this is the first time i've seen latrice and uh manila so I've got no frame of reference on that, but I will say that Manila is a very early favorite for me as well. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so thank God no uh, partner twist this time. Um, so I guess let's move on to the next part of the episode. So the reading challenge is our first mini challenge of the season. Yeah. Um, which Latrice won. Yes, Mama Latrice won. There were some questionable reads in there, you know. There are definitely some uh, more natural readers than others. <laughs> yeah, so what kind of, like, what were you guys' like, favorites? Like, what do you think clicked? What didn't click on this, uh, on the reading challenge? Farrah struggled a little bit. I just don't think that shading queens is um, Farrah's chick, so she's not really good at it. Like, you know, there's a way to comment on somebody's looks without just being like, girl, where'd you get your nose job? (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, come correct. Right. I felt like a lot of, yeah, hers were very flat. Like, there was a couple, I forget who else was really flat, but like, I don't I don't think this was like one of the better ones to be honest like in general. Do you think they just weren't prepared because No, it was the first no, no. Episode? Because it's funny you say that because I was watching the um the extended version just today and those burns were levels above what they actually showed. So they really? sh- in my opinion they showed the worst reading than what they than what was actually said. Okay. Really? That yeah. surprises me, but I don't know. I thought um, Trinity was pretty good. Trinity, Trinity was great. And Trinity's always had like that kind of like quick sassy. Yeah, I love the G. Uh, you can buy a gun at Walmart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and even I forget what was it. Was it Farah that came after Trinity? And Trinity just kind of like came back at her. Like, okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, who else like was really good like I thought Valentina did a pretty good job Valentina was funny I've got down Latrice did really well and uh, Naomi I really liked the uh, you couldn't soak up a wind burn to my (laughs) and her damn sponges that was so shady yeah that was pretty shady but I thought Monique took a a uh, a brave turn by burning Rue as well with the uh, with the toes. Learning that toes hanging over is kind of a big deal in the drag community Cliff now. So. Penny. so she uh, she burned Rue, and I don't think Rue none appreciated it. <laughs> 
I was happy to see um, Latrice win, though. I, I didn't realize that Latrice won on her season two, but she's really good at yeah. just in general, like, that Tampa stuff. So, mm-hmm. yay for Latrice. Yes, Mama Latrice. So, we find out that this is going to be a variety show, this main challenge. Yeah, which that seems to be, like, the staple, I think, on these all-star seasons. Like, the first one is always, like, the, the variety show. Yeah, they want to see what the queens can do. You know, there's a little bit of acting. There's a little bit of, um, you know, in this case in particular, it's like, show us what you can do. It's a talent show. Like, but I what's think that's, your talent? That's a good way of going about it because when I started out with All Stars 3, they said talent show. I was like, okay, I can get acquainted with these queens right away. And they showed off exactly what type of queen they were going to be. Yeah. Like, you had your comedy queens, your fashion queens, your serious queens. Mm-hmm. Um, artistic queens. So I think the the variety show was is always a good start to like an all star season. Yeah, yeah. So let's kind of like get into it then, like on the variety show. Like, um, we don't have to go through each queen and talk about them, but like let's just talk about like who did you guys think were kind of the favorites um, from that variety show? Like, who were some of the losers that you didn't think did very well? <laughs> um, that type of thing. Loser. You're a loser. Loser. Get well, loser. We're going shopping. Let me just start <laughs> by saying R.I.P. Jasmine Masters Ugh. because I feel like with a little bit of preparation, she could have really slayed the house, and that was a missed opportunity. Um, Naomi, I love my girl, but, you know, um, she can't, like, rest on that pretty. Like, they already know she's a fashion queen, so she kind of needs to do something else. Don't rely on that body, girl. Yeah. <laughs> but I think her hair, rip, like, ripping off the hair really saved it. Yeah, it To really me, it did. was really boring until it, she ripped off the hair. I was like, okay, I'm here for this now. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. It, it, was remind- that, it was the last moment. It reminded me of, like, Kristen Wiig, Lawrence Welk show. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, she just needs a little, like, Katya hands. Oh, Katya hands would have been great. Oh, my gosh. But um, my favorite, actually, was, you know, Manila. Like, that was really awesome. I have to say the same thing. Manila was my favorite. Um, Trinity. I really like Trinity's because everybody yeah. throughout the whole episode was bagging on her is like tucking's oh. not a talent and then she turned it into one gia was like campaigning to make sure that tucking was not a talent yeah and she's on my crap list for that because <laughs> i uh, like i said trinity's one of my early favorites and then she en- ended up turning it out with that comedy bit it, it was, was amazing so funny yeah i liked i like trinity it reminded <laughs> me of, like you know like when you go to like local drag shows and they like like they, I don't know. Like a lot of times they'll do like these like little performances where it's like I'm a like a '50s housewife. Mm-hmm. Like I love that part of it because those are always my types of like favorite things to Very watch. Like entering I, Mad Men. Yeah, that's what stands out to me with drag queens is like I feel like drag, uh, the art of drag, and comedy really go hand in hand because you know you start out with the campiness and everything of it. And then it, it just ties together. And I think that's why these comedy queens stick so much out with me and why I latch on to them right away. Like, I latched on to Ben in All-Star Season 3. Because um, yeah. he was just right off the bat funny. I'm like, yeah, this is something I can get into. Yeah, and that's... I don't know. I That's, I think, why I've always been a fan of Trinity's is because 
in season nine, like, she came in as, like, oh, I'm the beauty pageant queen. Like, she was in Florida, and she just did, like, beauty pageants and shit. But, like, she, like, really grew into, like, this comedy role. And, like, she's just so funny. Like, and she'll just, like, come after people, too. And I just... <laughs> Funnier than Jasmine. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, that's part of the reason I love Trinity is because she always just, like, has these, like, funny performances um, she's quick on her feet. Um, shout out to Valentina. I loved her like Latin pop performance. It was amazing to me. Did you catch that reverse shade? I'd like to take it off, please. Yeah, <laughs> yep. And then she gave us like full Espanol lip sync. I got major Shakira vibes from that one. Ah, uh, I was feeling my Latina pop princess yeah. fantasy. Yeah. She, like, definitely did an awesome job. Like, I don't see how Gia said I was bored. Like, I, Gia was just being a hateful Gia's the bitch. troll. Like, seriously. <laughs> no, Gia was just being a hateful bitch. I mean, I love that. I love that Gia said that, <laughs> but, like, she's just being a troll. She is just being a hateful bitch. <laughs> um, Monique, like, turned it out, I thought. Um... Let's see, like, I don't know who else. Like, Naomi, we already talked about Naomi. Monet kind of got through hers, you know. I, oh my god, Monet, I just don't know how I feel about her because... She's boring. Like, she, it's the same one note over and over. Like, get off the sponges. Like, it was funny last season, but step it up and do something different and this I'm season. And I'm sorry, if you're going to sing live, you need to, like, have rehearsed and be prepared. Yeah. Because we all have ears... And we know how notes work, Henny. Yeah. Monet's more of a personality. Like, I could see, like, her, like, if we get into the performances, like, where we do acting and stuff, like, she will, like, turn it out. But definitely not your strong suit, like, on any type of looks or anything. I want more from Monet. Like, I'm shaking Monet right I In like, this moment, I'm shaking Monet. She I like Monet, but it's just... Like, she's not doing anything. I want her to succeed. She needs to do more. Yeah, girl, no. Um, so, I guess if we, like, move on then. So, basically, Rue names the top two and the top... Or the bottom two. So, the top, um, I believe, is uh, Monique and Trinity. And then the bottom was Farah and um, Jasmine. Oh, yeah. We could not, like, you know, we cannot skip over that awful fall of Farah's that yeah. landed her in the bottom two. I kind of felt bad because I felt like her burlesque was like I thought it was pretty good if she just hadn't fell. Like I thought it was like decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, she was just nervous but I mean, ouch. It's all about how you recover. Like Monique said it best. Like we saw Beyonce fall down those stairs. Like, we saw her fall down and just roll in that golden weave and trench coat all the way down to the bottom of those stairs. Yeah. And that bitch got back up and started flinging that hair around and just, you know, hit those eight counts. <laughs> Farrah could not do that. Poor Farrah was lost in her emotions. I mean... And just start crying. Yeah, she just starts crying. It just did not go well for Farrah, so she was in the bottom two. Yeah, and, like... I will say, like, I was actually kind of surprised Manila didn't get top two. I guess maybe I'm biased. I was too. But yeah. I thought I, I loved thought that Manila. Was so awesome. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm a sucker for, like, the artsy stuff like that. So, But to put a twist on it, too. Like, I sat there the whole time, and then as soon as she flipped it, I'm like, what are you doing? And she flipped it around. 
I'm like, oh shit, I literally said that. Yeah. Out loud. yeah, we're looking at this like, what the hell is she painting? She's like painting like a Smurf or something. I definitely think we're gonna see Manila like dominate this competition, so I'd be look out for that. that. And I just loved her entry look, by the way, too. Like, oh, that broken yes. down Big Bird. Like, I live. The the white streak in the hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. All right. So, basically, our top two, then, is, like I said, Trinity and Monique. Lip syncing for their legacy. Yes. Stupid all-stars twist. But anyway. <laughs> um, so, we see them perform Emotions. By Mariah Carey. Yes. We were just watching this music video last weekend. I know, which I love because, like, I don't know, that video is, like, terrible 90s. <laughs> Am I terrible for not knowing who this was right off the bat? Oh, my God. Yes, because you, you were, my wife and I were watching it, and I How? they were singing, and I looked over, and I was like, I didn't I didn't catch the uh, the title card. And I looked up, I was like, is this Mariah Carey? And she just oh shot gosh. me the, uh, I will kill you look. Good. Thank goodness for Steph. Because these Mariah Carey songs are probably, like, the first songs I could sing. Well, I told her, I was like, I think I figured it out by, like, that high-pitched scream. So I was like, I think this is Mariah. Uh, this Those made, whistle notes. Yeah, this made me want to, like, I don't know, see Shangela, like, perform it. Because I just was taken back to All Stars 3. Listen, tis the season, just put on that Merry Christmas album and, you know, put a Shangela clip on in the background. You'll Jesus, live. it's Christmas. Oh, I love that. You cannot <laughs> tell me shit. I love that on the Christmas party album, Mama Roo. Hey, sis, it's Christmas. <laughs> um, so I was surprised that Trinity won this. I actually thought Monique... I, I don't know if maybe Rue was just pissed because Monique, like, ripped off her wig. Yep. And, I like, threw it in the rafters. They are just over that. You know, was it, wasn't it Latrice that said, bitch, can't you keep your wig on? Yeah. It's like, there was no reason for that weave to come off. It looked great. You're giving me lioness brown cow, and then you just went to the ball <laughs> banshee. Like, come on! I think this was just this was just Rue being like, "I'm over season ten. Like, you bitches just like came out and did like reduxes of like your prior season, so you're not winning." That's what I'm saying. It's too close. Like, as much as I love Monique, those two should not have been on All Stars. It's just, it's way too close, and I there's no yeah. room for for growth. Well, see, I think the potential's there. We just need to... I hope they take it seriously. Like, I think Monique is... Oh, yeah. But she needs to, you know, Mamaru passed out that duct tape note specifically. Right. And directly. So that wig should stay on for the rest of the season. Should. Monique's smart enough. She'll read it like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Um, so we see them perform emotions. Um, like we said, Trinity wins. She wins. And we find out that she has eliminated Jasmine Masters. Oh, Jasmine. Surprise, surprise. You know, Jasmine's variety show act was just not good. <laughs> and I think it just wasn't, girl. It like, was bad. I wanted better for Jasmine, but... I feel like with a little preparation, she'd probably still be in the competition. I always say never go off the cuff. As soon as, as, soon as she said go off the cuff, I was like, you're failing. You like just even, saw the Titanic. Like, I've been to plenty of weddings with bachelors and bachelorette, <laughs> like best men's and uh, maid of honors doing off the cuff. It never ends well. 
So just never go off the cuff. Always be prepared. If that's prepare anything you take away from this podcast, and prepare your acts. Always be prepared. Yeah. Goodness like gracious. obviously listening to this, I'm not prepared at all. So <laughs> Stony's uh, off the cuff after I specifically told him not to be. He's um, doing fine. <laughs> but yeah, no, Jasmine did did not do well. So I don't know. Sorry, Jasmine. Like, maybe you'll come back for, like, All-Stars 6, Second Chances I hope she takes that note, though. Like, you know, with other opportunities as they arise, you know, she's she's still a candidate on All-Stars 4. She needs to realize that that viral Instagram stuff is not going to translate into the higher value production, higher, you know, higher platforms like television. It's not going to work. You need yeah. to have, like, a rehearsed act or a moment. You can't just go in and record and hope for the best. Yeah, for sure. So, rest in peace, Jasmine. We still love you. I don't know. We didn't pick you in the draft, so it's fine that you left. That worked <laughs> so, out. Don't, yeah, it worked out, but don't let her. You don't love her. You never picked her. You don't love me. You well, don't love me. You're a nice <laughs> ninth alternate. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I guess like what else did you guys enjoy from the episode? Anything? Any final thoughts? Yeah, final thoughts on the episode, y'all. Like for me personally, I thought I forgot like how shady Gia Gunn was. <laughs> like, I don't know, she just was like on fire, like basically just trashing everyone, which I was here for. Um, I'm just waiting for a giant, you know, real girthy stream fire hose to hit this bitch in the side of the head <laughs> she needs to cool off I just love that she's I don't know it's not cute it's not cute but it makes good TV I, it so, does but I almost feel like it's forced it's like they're so gonna, they're forced. forcing her to be the villain this season yeah and like be out here in your trans moment and just that's like, what I'm saying it's a bad it's, if that's what you're forcing it's a bad time to do that because you're doing you've got your you know I shouldn't say first because Sonique La- and the Holoslay, whatever you want to call that. Yeah, yeah. But there's angles. But Geo is pretty much isn't she the first openly transgendered person to participate on RuPaul's? She's the first one walking well, into the workroom yes, as that's like, that's what identifying I'm like, so publicly. If you're going to vilify <laughs> her after everything that RuPaul's on record saying for transgendered in drag, I think if you're trying to force the villain issue for Gia Gunn, it's a bad season to do that. Yeah. It's too much. Right? You can't like if she's saying all these things like out like during the episode and like in her confessional well i know i'm sure the editors are just like (laughs) shooting themselves right now i don't know like this is the gia gun that we know though like watch season six (laughs) like she is not a nice person (laughs) (laughs) so i mean whatever like gia gun is gonna gia gun right Gia gonna Gia. Tony is here to spill the tea, okay? Gia's gonna Gia. Holy shit. That I don't know. Funny. What else, though? I'm trying to think. I will say Final if, thoughts. If Manila, Monique, or Trinity does not win the whole competition, I'm burning this mother down. Ooh. Okay, Those, say that one more time. That's Nick's top three. Manila, Monique, and Trinity. Okay. Those are good three. Yeah. I would agree with that. I think if 
I don't know. I think Valentina is up there. It's hard to discount, like, Valentina, Latrice, and I think Naomi has a shot, too, like, being in that top tier. But Monique's shown so much growth. Like, she's shown so much since season 10 that I think Rue's going to take that into effect. Yeah. Like, you were... Like, even though you did okay, you were pretty much terrible with your drag because you had no money. Now you've got money, so now it's time to step it up. Yeah. She's like, what can you do with it? We'll see what she does besides brown cows, stunning. Like, I need to see something else. Look, I'm just ready to have this shit on Spotify so I can do my elliptical tour. (laughs) Yes. I don't know, yeah. But <laughs> well, I live I live in Southern Indiana, so when I go to the gym, I can't blare that on the speakers. I'll have to. That's that's Do a it. headphone song. Anarchy, anarchy. <laughs> well, okay. So I guess before we move on to like our trade segment, let's kind of like go through our fantasy draft and kind of like figure out what our winnings are, girl. Oh yeah, let's get the rundown. Yeah. So our the main challenge. So I did a little, like, switcheroo on here because I forgot that All-Stars has a stupid lip-sync for your legacy crap. The All-Star rules are in full effect. So what I said in the, uh, like, our little mini-sode the other day was that our main challenge uh, winner would get 10 points, um, but then I forgot that there was a lip-sync for your legacy. So what we're going to do is the two main challenge winners are getting 10 points, and then the lip-sync legacy winner gets an additional 10 points Mm. um so with that being said um the main challenge winners were monique and trinity so jamal gets 10 points and i get 10 points um trinity won the lip sync so jamal gets another 10 points yes nice the mini challenge winner was latrice so jamal gets five points jamal cleaning up (laughs) <laughs> Gia Gunn want to come out You racist bitch <laughs> Okay who had Who had Gia Does Tony have Gia <laughs> No that was Seth Gia, Gia Gunn want a kimono did she wore, wait, did she wear two of them? <laughs> no, she wore one, okay. so she gets two points. Okay. No, but don't, yeah, she gets the points, but don't get it twisted. Like, Gia brought it. This was a good performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying no, she no, got no. it. So Seth gets two points for that. Um, and then Pheromone cried a bunch during this episode, so, <laughs> so I get So Tony gets points. 50 points. <laughs> Uh, so after the first episode, um, after tallying all the points, Jamal's in the lead with 25. Hell yes, bitch. I am in second with 12, thanks to Farah. I'm such a good coach. And Seth, you're in last place with only two <laughs> points. He's not here to defend himself. You say it so pointedly. And Seth. So he's not here to defend himself. So I'm going to say this. When you guys did this draft, I sat there in my in my work van. I was like, Seth has the worst team in Drag Race. Oh, no. Look, it's I was like, that was a bad draft. But he has Manila, so... I feel like Manila has a good shot at getting to the top. Okay, Manila's going to be his top performer. Also, okay, so before we, like, move on, I just want to say, Seth is basically, like, pheromone. Like, I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Watching the episode... Aww. No, it was like the hair or something. Like I don't know why. Like pink hair is. I guess I never realized it before. It's the hair and the shape of the face. 
Yeah, I was just like, Seth looks like pheromone. <laughs> I don't know, but... Do you really want to go down this road? Because he's going to hear this, and then for the rest of your podcast, he's going to slip in an oh. <laughs> His fair is much better than mine, so maybe it's meant to be. I don't know. He knew that we would talk about him some, since he's not on the podcast, so I would expect everyone to make fun of me, too, if I was... I'm not making fun of him, but I would expect them to talk about me. So it's all sisterly love. He and I get on shade wars on Twitter a lot. Shade wars. Shade wars. Because I'm learning, and he's the master at it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's all in good fun. Seth is this shade sensei. Yeah, we love you, Seth. Please come back, so I don't have to do this anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Let's get into the trade of the week. Mm. Trade. 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 Mm. Trade. 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 All right, queens, we're back for some trade. Who wants to go first to talk about their trade? Ooh, gentlemen first. Make the straight go first. Yes. Nick, since you are straight trade, hetero trade. All right, <laughs> provide us straight tilapia. So this is for the lesbians again as well that Ooh. listen to this podcast. But I, uh, I am a pretty big breast guy. Oh yes, Jamal appreciates him some cakes. I appreciate some breasts. Breasts. <laughs> so the person I follow on Twitter is my trade is Devin Brugman. And she is a bikini model slash salesman. She does a lot of Insta-Live videos uh, selling, like, bra and how to get the right bra size and everything. Ooh. And with her being busty as well, it's a little extra bonus. She's a saleswoman. She sounds versatile. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Attraction. So Devin Brugman is my trade of the week. Nice. Nice pick. Yeah. Yeah. Nice heavy top. Yeah. I don't know much about any of that, but good job. <laughs> that was like the gayest dad thing. Like I poured job. my heart and soul out to you and you just crap all over it. Good job, straight son. Well, I guess I'll go next because, like, I have mine already on my phone, so... Jamal's chilling this um, week. I am going to do my trade in honor of one of my favorite TV shows that Jamal and I watched this week's The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Winter's oh Holiday. Um, I'm doing Chance Perdomo, who plays Am- Ambrosia? Ambrose. Ambrose. He's um, very cute. He's very cute. He has, like, a boyfriend on the show. He's also very cute. And he has an accent. And he's got these, like, peachy lips. I'm not really into, a like... smoke nice tone. <laughs> I'm not really into, like, I don't know... <laughs> Make us such a troll. I'm not into, like, charmed wizardry stuff, usually, but I would definitely, like, be a part of... Like the chilling adventures of Ambrose. Like <laughs> you'd like him to warm up your adventure, wouldn't you? Yes. So it'd be like tropical adventures. <laughs> <laughs> or some I don't know. Oh my gosh. Um, but everyone should follow and I don't know, just do whatever you do on Instagram. 
Whatever you do on Instagram, careful, that's a loaded statement. <laughs> All right, kiddos, my trade this week is sold a telly. Um, that's all spelled out. Sold underscore uh underscore telly. He's a very handsome. He's got like a you know mustache, oh, wow. beard. He looks very sweet. He's got this like I like his hairline. I like his hairline too. I was gonna say he has this like gentle swoop thing going on. He's like very GQ magazine otter, and I can party with that. Very natural looking, right? Yeah. In shape, but not it's like too bulky. It's nothing too off-putting. I'm actually looking it up, too. Yeah, <laughs> he's like adorable. And it looks like he has great legs, too, which all of you know it's I love. Better than Stoney's tray. Whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, he's hot. That's my trade. Well, honey's good trades for the week. I definitely think we have Yeah, some I'm exhausted. Ones. I need a cold shower. Yeah, so thanks everyone for listening this week. I'm sorry we didn't have Seth here, so I hope I did everyone, or I hope I did him justice, I guess is what I'm saying, so... I'm sorry you didn't have Seth either, because that means you were stuck you know, with me. You know, he's going to come back with, like, five pages of notes for you, so don't even play. Like, <laughs> I can only imagine... Why the, don't you just put your tooth under the pillow, why don't you? I can only imagine the amount of shade Seth has stored up after listening to this, <laughs> since he wasn't here to defend himself. Oh, seriously, I mean, just wait until he hears my editing, and I'm sure I'm going to have, like, 20 pages of notes. Yes, girl. Well, definitely when Seth comes back, we'll get some of his thoughts about episode one. So you won't miss those. We'll include that as part of the next episode. So yeah, that'll be fun. Um, from here on out, I think we should be on our regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> um, no more vacations for a while. So we should be good. I think so. We should be fine for a while. Just remember the format. We're not going to give you a full like recap. cap. We're going to give you a more generalized informal kind of like wrap up convo we know we're going to keep it light and keep it fun and still keep some of that new newer format we developed over the summer yeah i definitely want to still do like our trade and like thanks for coming segment so we can talk about different news stories um so yeah we want to just like keep plugged in and like we want to eat have our cake and eat it too that's what we're saying so that's right remember to rate subscribe and review wherever you get your podcasts and tell a friend about us at tfc pod on all social media kiddos yeah like do whatever i don't know how all that works but um (laughs) so until next time you guys thanks for coming thanks for coming nick thank you for having me Bye. Bye. Bye.